0: Hey everybody, Ben here for the Bono Podcast and we've got breaking news, we have got the full reveal of the makeup of the Dungeon Bowl college teams. So we've got access to every single one of the rosters and what we're going to do is we're not going to brew up some rosters now, we'll do individual videos for those because you know me, I love a good starting roster video selection. But what we are going to do right now is break down each one of the eight colleges, have a look at which players play for which team and... I'm probably going to gush a bit about some of them as we go along. So first up we've got the College of Fire. Now before we delve into these deeply I just have to say they are 1 million rosters and every reroll is 50k. So we kind of bandied this about as being the expectation and it has come in exactly on where we wanted it to be. So we're looking to build all of these teams with between 11 and 16 players with 1 million gold and 50k rerolls. Which... He's really good. I mean low reroll cost is really useful and if you are playing League it will be 50k to begin with and then 100k after your first game so if you're playing a Dungeon Bowl League which does sound like insanely fun. ooh, We were going to do 7s after 11s but we might move over to Dungeon Bowl instead. Anyway let's have a look at the College of Fire. So the College of Fire comes in the box and Dwarves and Ogres can play on it but that's not all. So, linemen, 0 to 16 linemen. And this is just each one of these um, categories can take 0 to X of any one of those players in that category, which is pretty sweet. So, if we look at the linemen here, you can take dwarf blocker linemen, uh, nobler linemen, and corn marauder linemen. So, that's a really cool mix. Now, if we're looking at competitive events, so constructive blood bowl, the dwarf blockers being able to take guard on a regular and the corn guys having frenzy straight off the bat. Is going to be a really good combination but not as good as the fact that nobler linemen are 15k so you are going to be able to splash out and get all the fancy positionals that you want by having cheap extra linemen as well now we don't know yet if swarming is going to work in a dungeon i'm assuming not that would be crazy but it would be really good fun we're not sure if low cost linemen works either um i wouldn't be surprised if it did so watch out for that. You may be able to take some cheap linemen to get some inducements. Doesn't look like there's a star player selection. But it does look like so there's some cool um, some cool inducements to take. Anyway, College of Fire. Dwarf Blockers, Noblars, and Corn Marauder Linemen. Runners. 0-2. Yeah, it's just the Dwarf Runner. Blitzers. 0-2. It's just the Dwarf Blitzers. And special 0-2. It's just the Troll Slayers. So this roster here is kind of... Just a Dwarf team, but has access to uh, Corn Maraud alignment and noblar alignment as additional. So that's, that opens up a really clever mix of players that you can take. So, I mean, Dwarf blockers are fantastic, but Noblas with that Titchy ability and sidestep is going to be very useful in a dungeon. And being able to take some 50k um, Frenzy pieces going to be really really useful as well so uh, we come to the most exciting part this is 0-3 big guys and you can mix them up 0-3 of ogre blockers or ogre runt punters so you can take 0-3 ogres in this roster as well so it's got a very cool mix you're going to want ogres because big guys in dungeon bowl can be brilliant The agility, bit of low, movement, bit low. But you put one Ogre in a corridor of two squares and it's going to hold it. Especially on this roster where you've got those Dwarf Blockers to kind of support. You've got some Coral Marauders there to chuck in some cheap Frenzy units. You've got some Noblars to fill out your roster so you can maximise. I mean, I'm looking at the College of Fire and I'm thinking I've got to have three Ogres. I've got to have two Troll Slayers. The Blitzers are a must. The Runners are a must. And then actually, maybe I'll take a raw alignment. I've got two Troll Slayers. I will definitely take some Noblars to fill out my roster. Uh, and then probably a couple of Dwarf Blockers to get cheap access to Strength Skills as it goes along. Very cool roster. That's the College of Fire. Next up, we've got the College of Shadows. So this is the other team that is in the box. And uh, the box set comes with Skaven and Dark Elf. One Blister of each. So the breakdown here for this roster is 0-16 Linemen dark elves skaven and goblin linemen are all eligible so you've got the 70k pro linemen there at move six with your edge two plus and armor nine plus there the dark elf linemen could be a position on any other team to be fair in fact it is on renegades. now skaven linemen at movement seven going to be very useful in db and also at 50k that's a bargain and you've got the goblins there to fill out the stunty roll 40k for a movement six dodge piece Very useful when you are dodging 3 plus everywhere with a reroll with that stunty ability. But this is where it gets real fun. So runners, you can take 0-4 runners and that includes Dark Elf runners and Gutter runners. So you get to mix them up. So the Dark Elf runner is not the best position in the world. But in Dungeon Bowl it is quite possible that one of your guys having dump off could be really useful. And just straight up 2 plus agility is quite good too. And that brings me to the gutter runner. I mean, movement 9, edge 2 plus with dodge means that the gutter runners are just going to be ferreting out those treasure chests. And that's going to be a huge advantage. I I, I could see possibly taking a dark elf runner, but I think it's all going to be gutter runners here for the College of Shadows. Blitzers 0 2 of dark elves or Skaven blitzers. Uh, dark elf blitzer, you've got that great edge, that great movement. Skaven blitzer's got the same movement and has a little bit sort of better skill access so dark elves not being able to take strength skaven being able to take strength might be more useful for your team development if you want at least one mighty blow piece there throwers to 2 scaven throwers so if you are planning on uh, sneaking a leader reroll into your tournament build or just in league generally the thrower will be great now having sure hands can be very useful and the ability to 2 plus plus a very quick pass can be incredibly useful too. Specials, naught to two of the following: witch elves or assassins. I don't know how well the assassin is going to fare uh, in Dungeon Ball. Now it would be great to like run up and stab a, uh, someone else's gutter runner or a wardancer or something. That's always useful. But the witch elf having frenzy and dodge is such a key piece. So. College of Shadows, I mean, we're looking at a couple of Goblin linemen to give you the options. A couple of Skaven for extra movement. Gutter Runners, definitely max out on those. Blitzers-wise, I'm probably going both Dark Elf Blitzers. We're going to go Edge here. A Skaven Thrower, maybe two, actually, to ferret around to grab the ball. And two Witch Elves, if you can afford it. Um, it's going to be tough. I mean, 50k rerolls is going to help you out massively. But the College of Shadows is looking like one of my favourites so far. And next, we come to the College of Metal. So the College of Metal, metal that's real is one of the most lauded out there in the community so far this one looks like a very exciting build if you're a bash player this one is potentially the roster for you so the college of metal gets access to three different linemen types so 0-16 linemen goblin bruisers from the black orc team orc linemen and human linemen so you've got a great mixture of players there. Goblin Bruisers, only 5k cheaper than the orc and human linemen, but having that 3++ stunty dodge ability in tunnels is going to be really useful. They've got thick skulls, so they're actually quite hardy, surprisingly hardy for stunty players. I mean, if you've got a player that wants to get punched in the face repeatedly, value for money, you can't do better than an orc lineman. And human linemen just being able to perform the role of every man, edge 3+, movement 6, is decent as well. Now, I think the strength of this, you know what, there's so many strengths of this roster. Oh, I do like this one. Right, Blitzers, 0-4, Orc Blitzers, Human Blitzers, you get a great mix there. I I mean, I I imagine you're probably going to go heavy on the Human Blitzer side, um, but a little bit extra armour in tunnels may be useful with the Orc Blitzers. Throwers, 0-2, Orc Throwers, we may actually see people take Orc Throwers now, just to get some of that sure hands. Movement 5, very slow. Um, and you're not likely to be actually passing the ball very often, so the thrower is uh, an option for like a 20k upgrade to sure hands. So it's definitely in there. But this is where it's fun. 0 to 6 blockers, and this is just juicy. You can take black orcs from the black orc team. You can take bigan blockers from the orc team. Okay, so black orcs movement four, uns movement five. So get that flexibility. Black orcs obviously having grab. And Brawler means I think the Black Orcs are going to perform brilliantly in the tunnel environment of Dungeon Ball. You can also take some Nobility Bodyguards. Now, that mixture of Wrestle and Stand Firm, again, going to be really useful. Positioning here is going to be so key because you are going to be running through two square wide tunnels. So having a bit of Stand Firm means that you can kind of control the ground. And having Wrestle is going to massively help you too sometimes. Whether you're offense or defense, you can drag somebody down who's trying to attack you and stop their movement. Or you can just... Take somebody down with the ball carrier, even if they've got block. Good combo of skills. But I mean, the fact you can take 0 to six corn bloodseekers in the College of Metal is just an absolute dream. I love corn bloodseekers. Movement five, strength four, frenzy armor ten plus. Edge four plus is fine. And you know what? Being able to take a ton of strength four in this roster, you can go ton of strength four. Just what a great mix. College of Metal is just so mighty. Now we're on to Ben's favourite uh, College here, Bloodside Ben. College of Light. We've got a mixture of Elves, Human and Nobility. So Elven Union Linemen and Nobility Linemen pad out this roster which gives you a really good selection. You can pay that 60k for the decent movement of 6 but at edge of 2 plus for the Elf Union Linemen. Or you can pay 45k, get that movement 6. Adge 4 plus is Garbage. Armour, Garbage. Incredibly useful, especially in the cramped environments of a dungeon. Being able to stop your opponent from following up is going to help control the ground as well. That's what Nobility do so well. And not only that, coming in at 45k, they're quite cheap for alignment. They're not as cheap as you like them to be, but actually, you've got some very expensive um, positionals on this roster. And being able to just dump you know 45 60k in your roster to get cheap linemen to pad it out is going to be massively helpful. Now runners you get 0-4 a mixture of human catchers and elven union catchers so the human catcher is a cheap way to get movement 8. Everyone's kind of looking at it being like why would you take a human catcher? You know what if you cannot afford an elf union catcher because let's face it what are they 100k? You can potentially sneak a human catcher onto the roster for that cheap movement 8 ability. Add 3 plus is fine dodge is going to be useful to help keep them alive but ultimately you're paying their 65k for eight movement and that when you're trying to find the ball is going to be really beneficial uh blitzers a little bit vulnerable when it comes to combat power with this roster here so 0 to two elf union blitzers i mean block step is a great combination movement seven 2 plus is really good they're really good players but that is it for your combat ability on this roster and rounding out i believe you can take 0 to four throwers uh elf union throwers or imperial throwers now they're both the same price at 75k um and that edge two plus on the elf union thrower is just much better armor nine and the nobility thrower can be useful as can running past i don't know if you guys have uh this coming out you won't have caught up on this week's um uh, bonehead championship yet but running pass is a very useful skill so a cool mixture here i can't see the nobility thrower realistically ever being taken but two elf bilitzers absolutely elf catchers as much as you can maybe a human catcher if you can't afford to fit it out one or two elf throwers just to really maximize on that pass two plus plus and the rest of it a mixture of nobility linemen elf union linemen this is going to be Fragile, but pretty deadly. So we've already seen the makeup of the College of Death. We did, uh, It came out in an article, so we did a video about it. Uh, 0-16, skeleton linemen or zombie linemen. Blitzers 0-4, wraiths from the necromantic team or whites from the undead team. Now, you may be thinking, why on earth would I bother taking a wraith? Um, they, they have no hands. And while that is very true, I mean, same movement, basically the same cost. 95k for the wraith and 90 for the white. But what you do get is you get that... Foul appearance element, which is definitely going to mess things up, but also sidestep. So you can use this guy to a really beneficial, just sneaking through corridors if the block goes wrong. So I don't know if that's going to be common, but if you look at the rest of the team, that sidestep bit might be okay. Now you've got the white blitzers, so if you do want to go just movement 6, edge 3 plus blitzers, you can and you can take four of them which is pretty cool um runners you can take naught to four ghouls so you've got edge three plus dodge movement seven covered that's the fastest this team gets which really isn't bad um but i think this is where the roster shines naught to four flesh golems as your blockers and naught to two big guys you get mummies so you can run two mummies four flesh golems and then fill out your roster with cheap dudes and a couple of ball carriers. Or you can go four wraiths and use your ghouls as your ball carriers. You've got those ghosts to foul appearance sidestep around, making most of that block ability. Or you just go heavy on blitzers and use them as your ball carriers and back them up with golems and mummies and zombies and skeletons. I think it's a very cool roster. It's going to play the same kind of way as Undead does, because let's face it, it's Undead, but with flesh golems added and that's a roster that i think you can probably get on board with so there's there's some cool builds here whether you go heavy wraith or not it is going to be expensive but the fact that 50k rerolls here are going to help sneak a few extra players in zombies i don't know if you're going to take them i think movement is going to be key and that one extra square may not seem like a lot but it's quite a chunk of difference between movement four and movement five um, the extra uh, extra armor might be useful, but I don't know. I think I'm skeletons all the way here. Now we've got the biggest college. So the College of Life has got like 79 different players on it. It's actually got two slides here. There's two pages to this college. Um, and it is a mixture of Nurgle, Snotlings, Wood Elves and Halflings, which is really interesting. So you've got the Halflings and the Elves kind of nature loving element you've got snotlings being fungus and you've got Nurgle being disease like it's all an element of life and death and it's really quite interesting how they tied those in I mean I'm mostly just excited about being able to take bloaters here. So strength four players on my my wood elf snotling combo team. Here we go. So lineman 0 to 16, halfling, hopeful lineman, rotter lineman, snotling linemen, and wood elf linemen. So you've got a great mix there of actual linemen in wood elves. Now movement seven, edge two plus, armour, eight plus fast you know and competitive piece there if they get caught they're going to die but most of that team kind of fits (laughs) that theme here Uh, the rotters for 35k are going to give you cheap strength three pieces the snotlings for 15k are going to give you cheap sidestep titchy pieces halflings are just really useful players and at 30k you know you've got a choice you've got really good choice here for 100k you can get two to three linemen which when you're trying to balance that team is pretty cool uh, runners, you get 0-4, Stilty Runners, Halfling Catchers or Wood Elf Catchers. So you get that Wood Elf Catcher there for your Ag2 Plus Movement 8. you got the Halfling Catcher as a bit of an expensive upgrade in a dungeon. Now, the fact they come with Sprint is going to make them a little bit faster, but I think this might be the place where the Halfling Catcher does not shine. Now, Stilty Runners, however, you know what? They're cheap at 20k, Movement 6. You can, you can pound the ground with Stilty Runners. I think in Dungeon Bowl, though, the fact that you can just straight up take Snotlings with Titchy and that dodge is going to be the best because you are going to be able to just hand your ball off to a Snotling and have him stunty dodge through on a 2+, and that's going to be massive. Um, And that's going to be really sneaky and really cheeky. Blitzers, you got 0-2 wood elf war dancers, and why would you not? Throwers, you get access to 0-2 wood elf throwers. Um, Quite expensive, but that passing 2++ can be useful. No sure hands, so... I don't know if it's all that important. You shouldn't be throwing too much and you probably won't be in the dungeon bowl. So I don't know if the thrower is going to see a lot of work here. Uh, blockers, to 4 Now you get the mighty Halfling Hefty here. So being able to take Fend for 50k or 55k, whatever it is, is is all right. Um, how much is this guy? It's 50k. Uh, decent enough armor. But I think the, the next option is just so useful to this team, which is the Nurgle bloater. Um, 110, 115k, movement 4, strength 4, edge 4 plus, the edge is a bit rubbish, but disturbing present, foul appearance, Nurgle's rotten regeneration. The bloaters there are going to be the stalwarts of your team. Movement 4, strength 4 are the ultimate blockers, I think, and being able to have a mixture of strength 4 players is going to be, not a mixture, but having access to some of those while mixing with your, your stunty, titchy players is going to be really interesting um, and to round out the, the roster here we've got special 0-4 Fungus Flingers and Fun Hoppers. That's quite cool. Now I'm not entirely sure how Secret weapons going to work in a dungeon um, but the ability to take 0-4 Fungus Flingers is something that I'm not going to lie is very exciting but also that Fun Hopper having access to Pogo being able to just bounce over somebody on a 3 plus is going to be great especially at these reroll costs of 50k so It's not going to work every time, but every now and again that move 6 piece is going to be able to 3 plus bound over somebody who's even standing. That's going to be huge as well. Now, big guys, you get a great mixture here. Uh, You can take 0-2, Treeman, Trained Trolls, or Rotspawn. So... Throw-in teammate, probably not going to be all that necessary. Every now and then you're going to have like a room or a corridor you can chuck a dude across. The train trolls at 115k for a movement uh, for a strength 5 piece might be good, but 115k for the 4, ke- for the four strength um, bloaters, good too. Rot spawns coming in at 140k, movement 4, really stupid as well, but having tentacles and all that nergly stuff in a corridor. Like, this is pretty cool. And I think, for me, the great mix of players here on the College of Life is wicked. But the fact is that every one of these uh, Nurgle players can be represented by a type of tree. Like, so you can get some kind of Strength 4-looking tree people. And, and you can really build a College of Life-themed team here. Like, uh, I know there's a bunch of cool, like, mushroom... What are they? My, mycoids? myconoid things? From DD. and actually having some Strength 4-sized, like, blockers would be really great and really thematic and then you could just be like here's my snotlings and here's their strength for bodyguards I love it we've also seen the college of beasts before so let's have a quick run through of this lineman 0-16 beastman runner lineman uh, runners 0-2 necro werewolves love that movement 8 so core lineman really decent and having uh, you know werewolves as your upgrade for runners is great now they're backed up by a couple of great blitzer classes too you've got the nurgle Pestagore and you've got the corn corn gore so a couple of movement six pieces with more horns now the corn gore being able to have jugs just at the beginning is very useful so watch out for that piece but you've also got access to 0-4 Chaos Chosen blockers here. So the College of Beasts, you've got strength 4 dudes. Now, Beastmen and Linemen are fantastic players, right? So you can develop them up to be great, but just on their own, they are very handy. The Werewolves are going to be key, and I think a couple of Corn Gores, just because it's a really cheap way. 70k gets you jugs, which means if you're going to have to blitz with somebody, you can. If you're going to have to carry the ball, you can. Uh, And at 70k, they're actually nicely priced for this roster. Uh, Pesticall 75k, so it's going to be a okay the difficulty with this roster is that the linemen are 60k and you've got some pretty expensive like the werewolves as 250k i can't see you running a college of beast roster without werewolves move a strength three frenzy is just so useful and claw is going to be very good in this meta because the majority of dungeon bowl teams are going to take blockers and blockers generally speaking have decent armor so being able to support your werewolves with something to be able to just put that clause into play is going to be really huge for you uh, I mean blockers are exactly what I'm talking about strength for meatheads that will just take up a bunch of squares and survive but if you are running the college of beasts you are doing so because of the big guy access you get naught to three in any combination of minotaurs croxagors rat ogres and blood spawns so I mean Any three of those, you you can't go wrong. I think the Bloodspawn is going to win out in this format. Frenzy, Strength 5, Claws, and Mighty Blow is going to be able to remove some of the heavier blockers. But the Minotaur, as a counter to uh, what you're you're going to see, some Strength 5 players in this. So there's going to be Kaiju Combat, and that Minotaur having Horns and frenzy is going to allow you to four die block the bigger players in this game so a minotaur to take out big guy is going to be great but the rat ogre and the blood spawn having that frenzy to four die block down the corridor is going to be great the blood spawn is a bit of an upgrade Uh, doesn't have the unchanneled fury so it won't eat your own players Um, but and that claws access there is good so i think if you're going to take a rat ogre use it as a blood spawn because although it's it, it's not as reliable, I guess. You can feed stuff to the rat Um but in this roster, you don't have anything cheap, so if you can afford it, go for it. Now, the Crocs is going to be great too. Strength 5, decent armor, for, uh, What movement of 6, uh, means that it's a really fast option for your team as well, and Prehensile Tail will be useful because stuff is going to be trying to dodge away from your Crocs. Because they won't be able to avoid your tackle zones. Ultimately, there's no bad choice there pick any three and you'll be happy and lastly we have the college of heavens which is a really limited roster so we've seen a bunch of different stuff for the other teams but this one's only got five positionals on it which i thought was a bit peculiar anyway uh, we've got linemen 0-16 skink runner linemen okay so movement eight dodge stunty this is already very powerful. Like, you could just take all skinks and you'll be just fine. Like, in Dungeon Bowl, you are trying to find the ball quickly, movement, and then try to break through, dodge stunty. So you can win this with a skink runner immediately by itself. But you've got some players to back it up. So you've got to 4 nobility blitzers. Now, I love these guys. These are the tight ends of the blood Bowl world. Okay, uh, they've got movement 7. H3 plus is decent. Block and catch. So if you need to go for a handoff, if you need to go for a quick pass or whatever, they're right there. They're, they're half blitzers, half catchers. Really effective players. And the fact you can take four here is great. And they get dodge access, like, sorry, agility access on a, a primary here. So they're getting to dodge very quickly as well. to uh, 2 human throwers. Now, I like this. Um the past two plus hands gonna be really really helpful so they can pick up the ball very quickly very effectively and fob it off without too much difficulty and that human thrower nobility catcher combo awesome skink runners get catch on access uh, on general access as well so you'll be able to get the ball to who you need to um not kind of how dungeon ball normally works but it, you know there's going to be a situation where you can just hoon it around sort of 16 squares by by a good pass situation um 0-6 saurus blockers though is going to provide a very 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 strong core there so you've got as you've got a team of sauruses saurii, saurusii um triarii uh, who will be able to hold and defend most of your corridors. You've got that thrower and skink combination to get a quick score when the ball is located, and you've got blitzers there to be really good mid-range players. They're running backs, you know, they can run out the pocket, they can catch, they can punch, they're going to do a good job. And you also get a couple of chameleon skinks. I don't think the chameleon skinks are going to shine in this environment. Um, there's not going to be a huge amount of passing, and the fact they've got on the ball is great in 11s, not hugely useful here. But shadowing might come into effect. But ultimately, this is going to be about your sauruses working together with the skinks and the human throwers and the nobility blitzers. It's a limited roster, but it's pretty fun. So there you have it. We have got all of the team makeups. We know there are a million. We know the re-rolls are 50k. All we have to do now is brew up a bunch of rosters. There's so much variation. And I'm just going to say it. One of the things I'm most excited about this entire thing is the ability to take these teams to the regular pitch. And that is something I cannot wait for. I can't wait to take vanilla teams into Dungeon Bowl and take Dungeon Bowls uh, into uh, vanilla Blood Bowl. It's so great. We've got eight new teams with gigantic rosters. There is going to be a ton of good roster brews. And I cannot wait to get started on those videos. So let me know in the comments what you think of these teams and which one you want to see first for a starting roster video because I am going to have a great weekend brewing up rosters for these. Anyway, I'm going to disappear. Thank you very much for watching. Happy Dungeoneering thanks very much for watching we really appreciate your support if you want to help support the channel even further please like and subscribe or come join us on our patreon we have early access to content we get loads of feedback from you guys and we try and do competitions as much as we can or you can get yourself some Bonehead podcast merch on our Spreadshirt site. So if you want to support a team, especially for the Bonehead Championship, you can pick up a shirt, a mug, things like that. It all helps support the channel and we really appreciate it. Anyway, links below. Thank you very much. Happy blocking.